rolling right now. Oh, 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 hi there. Hello. Welcome back once again to the Wednesday Morning Surf Report, the podcast that answers tomorrow's questions today. I am one of your hosts. My name is Rick Larson on Twitter at rlarson4. And with me as always is uh, my co-host, Jeff Cardello. Hello, I'm here. I will be revealing my Twitter handle at the end of the episode, so please, oh. I like to <laughs> please stay stay with us. I'm gonna, I, my my goal is at some point or another, I'm going to call out just five people's random Twitter handles. So we'll have to see if I can manage to do that. Um, <laughs> Jeff, how's everything going? Uh, good. Too much coffee. That's where I'm at. Oh man, yeah. a little bit on edge. More so than usual. <laughs> I don't know. I've, I think I've kind of reached the point in sleep deprivation where I, I no longer believe in the concept of too much coffee. Oh, oh. It's like, oh, this is keeping me alive. So, so maybe maybe it's there. I just haven't I just haven't come up against it yet. Awesome. Well, uh, we have uh, back again. We have a guest. Uh, last week we had no guests. We had no that, guests. That episode may or may not be uh, bonus content for uh, or something. It will be. It will be going up. It'll go up as a normal. Okay. As a yeah. Well, I mean, we'll bill it as an extra special episode. Oh okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like it. I like it. There will be a lesson at the end, and yeah. sensitive music will come on, and, and sharing and feelings and hugging will occur. Awesome. Well, this week we have a live human guest. Um, she's an improviser and a comedian and funny person, friend of the show, repeat guest, Alicia Rattan. Yay. Hey. I, I jumped the gun huh? earlier. I was like talking. Oh, that's, while you guys were. That's okay. It's I faux think. pas. Yeah. No, I should know better. Hey, we like to keep things loose here, <laughs> yeah, so yeah. you're good. Okay, no, okay. No rules. Also, yeah, you are absolved. Yeah, I don't know that I would ever describe you, Jeff, as on edge. Oh, I hide it well. You, okay. Yeah. Okay. This, all of this is just a shell. I'm learning more and more how not perceptive I am to people. <laughs> no, that's, <laughs> this is the that's second person that I've discovered. Just, I'm like, oh. I don't know how to read them at all. Yeah, no. I think. Yeah. I think that, yeah, I think anxiety can show up in lots of different forms and doesn't, yeah. it's not always like teeth gnashing and yeah. fidgeting. And Sometimes it appears uh, in the form of a Jeff Cardello. So. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah. And also, <laughs> and also to be fair, like people have a hard time perceiving me as well. Like, okay. When I, yeah. Well, I so think it's for a two way street. For the sake of this podcast, let's all um, keep our true feelings deep yeah. inside. Okay. Just push it down. Easy. Because that's why we all got into comedy, right? right. Yes. I have, I've learned that <laughs> sharing, your, sharing your feelings openly is a terrible, terrible just, idea. It just yeah. opens you up to, to a lot of trouble. Yeah. So, yeah. listeners, we recommend just keep, it, keep you, it bottled up. It's do more you, trouble than it's worth. Do you guys feel this way, too? Even with, like family members really close oh, people yeah um that you're afraid to uh uh show your feelings because you know they're gonna remember it and use it against oh, you later um, I, I, I mean that is a that is like a yes. constant <laughs> constant thought in my mind it's, it's like yeah well, i'm feeling kind of down about this or the other but i don't want to say anything because yeah. yeah, well, there was a thing I learned, like, in high school that it was, like, mm-hmm. this phenomenon that we're more, we're more likely to disclose information to strangers. Like, it's, like, probably on a spectrum yeah, of, like, the yeah. closer we know people, the less likely we want to tell them about stuff because of that. Because it's, like, I'm never going to see the stranger again. It doesn't, it won't have any consequence in my yeah. life if yeah. you know these things about me. So, yeah, with family, oh, man. Oh, but I, I also just, like... Yeah, because there's all this expectation. Mm-hmm. To me, it's like it makes sense that I have a hard time 
Yeah, I, I come from a very secretive family, so <laughs> I'm especially guarded about saying things about other people. Yeah. Even if oh. uh-huh. even if I know they're okay <clears throat> with it or it's not a big deal, I'm like, oh, if I tell them that they were sad during this movie, they'll be like, oh, but you know, some there might be some weird backstory between these two people, and so as far as I'm concerned, nobody knows anybody else outside of interactions with me yeah so that there's just a lot of deliberation before you say anything it's like Mm, is this should i no it's not (laughs) so so every now and then i will surprise myself and just blurt out something that i've never shared with anybody before and i'm like oh i can't believe i just said that (laughs) but and that's when you're drunk Um, (laughs) sometimes but often more often than not Especially these days. Yeah. Yeah. Just high on yeah. coffee. The, pretty much, yeah. And sleep Just, deprived. And sleep deprivation, yeah. Mm. I was actually talking to one of my children, uh, the teenage one, oh. and I don't think I've been <clears throat> what people would call drunk in years. Wow. Yeah. Wow, that's good. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've had drinks, Yeah. but... Um, and I've reached the point where I'm like, I'm not going to drive now, yeah. which is really super low for me. But mm-hmm. like, oh, I had a beer. I'm not I'm not going to drive. Um, but yeah, I, I think that's a good relationship with alcohol to have. That yeah, it's like no. I can just I can enjoy this without it. Like, well, I can, taking rem- over I can the remember <laughs> being drunk and it mm-hmm. was always this conversation happening in my mind where I would be like, I had too much to drink a drink ago. <laughs> I wish I hadn't done that last thing. It was never like, I should stop yeah. now. It's like, I should have stopped 20 minutes ago. Yeah, Actually, actually the last time I got really drunk, it, it was on Thanksgiving. Okay. And here's the reason why I was... Like, I was drinking... Um, well, I had two Thanksgivings... Um, one at my girlfriend's, one at my parents, and it was the first time bringing some, not the first time ever, but the first time having my current lady friend meet mm-hmm. the parents. So I had all this anxiety mm-hmm. about things being perfect. Yeah. And then I drank a lot, and I ended up being the disaster. I ended, I ended up being the thing that I feared. Um, I disappeared. I, I hid it well. I disappeared yeah. for a long amount of time, which, um, I threw up on three different trees <laughs> in my parents' yard. Um, I laid down on... Three different trees? Three different trees. Okay. I, I laid down on my back on oh. my parents' gravel <laughs> driveway and just stared oh, up man. into the sky. And then I came in and drank some green tea and composed myself. Oh, um, wow. I did reveal this uh, to everyone involved in the situation that, okay. yes, I was... In a bad way, and I'm oh, very it's... sorry. But oh. I guess people found it enjoyable for me to be that drunk, but um, I, I guess I just repeated myself a lot. Like, I was trying to be funny, and oh. I was just, like, repeating things. Oh, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, so sometimes you end up being the disaster that you feared the most. That's, that's, that's comforting. Yeah, yeah. And that's the that's deal. That's another thing the listeners should <laughs> yes. take heed. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Some, some, Sometimes it's just inevitable. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I think, like, I just started drinking in college, Mm -hmm. and then, like, I feel like that's when I experienced, like, my most drinking, like, the, like, sick drunk. Yeah. But I'm just not, I'm so not social. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I've, I just own that part of myself now. Like, I think that's the thing is in college, you're like, I should be more outgoing, so you push yourself like, yeah, I'm the yeah. same way where I'm like, if, if I have one drink, like, that's enough. Mm-hmm. Unless I really make a plan to, like, be like, I want to get drunk because I'm re- having a really bad day. Yeah. I'm not going to just naturally, like, crave a ton of alcohol. I don't know. Yeah. Moderation. We, mm-hmm. we endorse moderation, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. I was in the grocery store on St. Patrick's Day, and I walked by the Guinness display, and I was like, oh, because I haven't, I haven't really had anything alcoholic to drink since Valentine's Day. 
mm. of last year. Oh. And, uh, oh. yeah. Um, <laughs> but I was like, man, a Guinness sounds really good right now. But oh. I didn't do it. Oh. Well, wow. Good willpower. Yeah. Willpower, yeah. folks. Yep. Willpower, moderation, deliberation. Mm-hmm. Diabetes. Diabetes. I'll do it. I'll, I'll do it. Yeah, I'll um, do it, yeah. Uh, uh, Speaking of willpower, I'm having difficulty controlling my willpower um, in finding out what this week's topic's going to oh, be. Oh, yeah. We, we came here to answer an important <laughs> yeah. burning social question. Yeah. And we're going to have Alicia pick oh, that yay. right now. Okay. So I'm going to shuffle the deck just a little bit. Thank you. This is and a very do, legitimate do, 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 deck. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, the question is, what is the deal with lying? What is the deal with lying? Oh, that's a... That's so good. Such a good question. Oh, great. Great. That, yeah. I'm, I'm glad. Some, I get mixed reactions um, to my questions sometimes. So that, <laughs> that's that a heavy one. Yeah. That's, that's a heavy people one. people who are just insecure about how they feel about the question. Yeah. I, you know? I like that... Uh, <laughs> That way of thinking. Yeah. Were you going to say something, Jeff? Oh, no. Lying is uh, its a good topic. Um, yeah. So, yeah. It's definitely a, uh, a meaty one. It's, so, yeah. Yeah. The first thing I think of is, like, the difference between lying and omitting truth. Because okay. I think, yeah. Yeah. I'll, like, I morally am against lying. But sure. Omission of truth for me is like an entirely different conversation because um, like what we were talking about earlier, I think it's like just being careful about what you say Mm -hmm. or it's like I'm I just there are people who are like really abrasive and they just say things or it's like I didn't need to hear that or like I didn't want to know that. So like I will keep things to myself a lot mm. that I just think like it's it's not going to help anybody or it's like it's very emotional and reactive so I'm mm. like it's probably not going to help yeah. and I don't think that that's bad yeah. no I think yeah <laughs> I think that's a good uh, a good a good thing because I do have a a really strong desire to like hear gossip about people oh yeah and I, I know like oh I shouldn't be so nosy but <laughs> wow this is really interesting and at the same time, mm-hmm. like, I feel like I'm pretty good at not not revealing things or mm-hmm. not like, not letting on that I know something. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's funny that this came up as the topic because I am a person who sometimes omits the truth to mm-hmm. to and I what I'm realizing for myself is that it's like a purely selfish thing like oh i don't want to have like an awkward conversation like i don't want to get somebody mad right right. so i omit the truth which is lying and (laughs) i own it i uh without going into too many details um not uh i've been in a bit of hot water um as far as Omitting the truth. So that that's oh. all I'm gonna oh, say yeah. about that. I try like my idealized version of myself mm-hmm. is that mm-hmm. like I'm this really honest person, but mm-hmm. I have times when I'm not and I'm realizing it and it sucks <laughs> and <laughs> it's something that I really am uh trying to do better at because we're all just trying yeah. the best that we can yeah. right you <laughs> got you got into hot water when you were caught is uh, that what i'm getting yeah, um understanding yeah okay yeah i mean you don't have to say what but it's that like you got in hot I water f- for i feel like it i can't go into details right okay. now maybe yeah. in a future <laughs> podcast yeah. but um i was 100 percent to blame for oh. Omitting the truth, the truth, and in that moment, I had my rationale, I mm-hmm. had my logic, um, which was completely faulty. So, mm-hmm. one of the things, uh, the you know, it's hard to face the things about ourselves that suck, and that's something that I do that sucks. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I, 
in really just the last few years caught on to kind of patterns of doing things like that and realizing like it's so much easier sometimes just to just to tell the truth. And sometimes you do it just to or you think you're protecting somebody's feelings. Oh, right. Yeah, that's like, my yeah. yeah. Oh, right. well, I, I don't right. really want to say that I don't I dislike this or I'm not happy with that. Yeah. But then you start like really resenting it and yeah. and uh then it it comes out and kind of like explodes. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, man, I yeah, hated yeah. this for so long. And I realize yeah. in the situation uh mm-hmm. that I'm in if I would have if I would have been truthful initially, like mm-hmm. it wouldn't have been a big deal at all, but um it turned into a lot bigger deal since I <laughs> yeah. was yeah. not forthright. So yeah. He's talking about the fact that he wouldn't give his Twitter account. Oh, I know. I know. Yeah, it all makes sense oh, now. Oh, okay, okay. It all comes together. Okay. up. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm, God, I'm terrified of confrontation, so I definitely, oh, yeah. it's the, like, <clears throat> just avoiding that uncomfortable thing, and mm. then, like, yeah, because I was just thinking about when you were saying that, we're like, there's kind of, you know, like I'm kind of in a situation where it's like there are things that frustrate me and it's like it's just I don't know, like I feel like I just placate people's emotions sometimes oh, where I'm yeah, just like, they're yeah. like, so how'd it feel? And it's like, oh yeah, sure, like I want to be supportive and it's like, you don't want to be like a uh, bummer or yeah. like a Debbie Downer. Yeah, I try yeah, I try and like, yeah, I try and support people um and, you know, sometimes at the expense of, like, my own, uh, I don't know. Peace like, of mind? Peace of mind, yeah, kind of, yeah, yeah. Like, I'll go along with things like, oh, no, this is right. fine. And then in my brain, Ugh. I'm like, no, this isn't fine. Um, yeah, and it's like, I don't know, I feel like it's a habit. Like, it's something I've done for years. Yeah. And. It's a survival strategy. Yeah, it it definitely is a survival strategy, which can lead to awkward situations. <laughs> yeah, the the worst one for me, or maybe not the worst one, but one that I definitely am sensitive to as an adult is like because I mean a lot of these things we learned as as children. Um, I remember, like I said, my my parents being super secretive about everything, especially mm-hmm. my dad. Mm-hmm. And my mom kind of had this too, where she was constantly like telling me if we went shopping or if we bought something to like, well, if anybody asks, we got this, at, this was cheaper than we paid for it. And, uh, and I still, to this day, kind of catch myself starting to do that, or or I've Weird. even like done it, and that, and like the day later, like, why did I say that? Yeah. That doesn't. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. That. Yeah. So. Because I think she got to the point where it was just a compulsive thing, where even mm-hmm. if, even if it wouldn't have mattered, like you know, this whatever it is costs ten dollars all right. the time. Nobody's gonna call her on it, but. Yeah, because I f- I feel like it's the difference between when you're just in autopilot and if you're being mm. intentional like I think mm. it's the scary thing when you're in autopilot just doing stuff that because I think about it, it's like yeah I, I feel like I just if I'm not intentional and I'm not mm. thinking about what I'm doing I'm just sort of passing along what I was raised with whether or not I like it or not yeah. um, I also I just like that all of our um, our experiences with lying is like just being like sensitive, shy people and not like <laughs> deceitfully or like yeah, purposely yeah. misleading. Like, yeah. we're like, oh, yeah, like I love to lie to I, people. Yeah. I, <laughs> I, I had think, a, yeah. I had a job when I was 19 that lasted three weeks mm-hmm. where um, one of my mom's friends got me this job. Um, I had just kind of, kind of quit, kind of like they had cut my schedule super drastically at the restaurant that I was working at. So my mom's friend's like, well, I can get you a job working where I'm at and you don't have to, you know, you don't have to to wear a bow tie (laughs) and, uh, you know, it's eight to five. It's in, and, uh, it's in, it's in a nice air conditioned little office and it was on Mm -hmm. the phone. 
Mm. And it was totally a boiler room, and we were telling people that they had won an award. Oh, God. Yeah. And <laughs> to claim their award, all they had to do was give us a testimonial on the product that we were selling. And, oh, you haven't bought the product yet? Well, you should totally do it, because oh it's great. Oh, my God. Yeah. I got so many red mm. flags and bad vibes off of yeah. that place. It's the only the only job I've ever had where I called in sick and I wasn't sick. Yeah. Like, oh, wow. I just need to not go in today. <laughs> um, I was there three weeks, made zero sales, which I would feel like a total shithead. Yeah, that's a lose-lose. Because I had an old woman give me her bank account number. Oh, my God. I... I wrote it down just automatically. Right. And then I'm like, oh my god, if I give that to these oh people. Oh my gosh. No. Yeah. I, and, and the, the funny thing was, I'm like, I can't believe this is legal. Yeah. I Was it? But what else am I going to do? Well, <laughs> did I, yeah. I came in on the Friday of the last week that I worked there, and the doors were locked. <gasps> and apparently they had two offices on across town from each other. The other office on the east side of town had been raided on the news. Whoa. All the workers were handcuffed to the desks. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> and so oh we're God. standing there like, we're waiting for our paycheck. Oh. And, uh, and this car drives up, this like uh, late 70s like uh, Cadillac or Pontiac or something. Just like mm-hmm. a... And this guy leans his head out of the window. He's like, you guys probably don't want to be hanging around here. The people <gasps> at the other office all... Oh, got handcuffed to their desks. Wow. And, uh, that guy's just patrolling around, warning yeah, people yeah. walk by. And, uh, Holy Well, no, because we were all like, waiting for like a half oh. an hour. Like, oh, we're supposed to be going to work. <laughs> um, yeah, so many, so many red flags. The day before that happened, yeah. at like 2.30 in the afternoon, well, the first, at like 9 o'clock that morning, the vice president or the president of the company came in and gave us this big, like, uh, you know, you guys need to pull your weight or you're not going to, you know, you be a salesman and, and mm. blah, blah, blah. And, and this big rallying pep talk. Then at like 2.30, somebody came in and said, hey, guys, it's, uh, we're doing really great. We're going to give everybody the afternoon off. And okay, that it, didn't, it didn't at that point occur to me. Um, yeah. Looking back, though, the other red flag yeah. that should have tipped me off was the receptionist would always answer the phone business office <laughs> <laughs> oh man yeah wait can i ask how old were you i was 19 you were 19 oh, oh yeah. man because yeah. yeah i mean i barely would have known i mean it's just like yeah claiming the award thing because because i yeah. did telemarketing uh-huh. um but it was like for a payroll company and i was calling businesses so mm-hmm. like i was like i feel like the least icky version of telemarketing because you're not like mm-hmm. accosting people at their ho- homes you yeah. know you're a business and you're calling other businesses I mean I definitely mm-hmm. like got hung up on plenty oh, yeah. and like you know wasn't having fun phone calls but like I am horrible at sales I am not was, meant know. to do sales I can't I can't put myself out there and I'm always just like Oh, I feel like I'm inconveniencing you. Like maybe you're having a bad yeah. day. I'll yeah, yeah I'm, I I don't have a salesy personality yeah. either. It's like, oh, you don't want to buy that? That's cool. cool. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like that's that's your decision, I would, man. I wouldn't either. That's the, I respect <laughs> yeah. it. It's it's different if it's something that like you're like, man, this is something I really believe in, and I, this person needs to have this. But yeah. If it's, yeah, if it's. I think I, I would be a good salesperson if I was like, it was my business, which sounds yeah. really obnoxious, but it's like, unless yeah. I can't be hired and just like for the sake of making money, just like tell people that they need this in their lives. Like, yeah. Unless yeah. it was my product and a thing that I was like, hey. Yeah, listen. you invented this and it yeah. made your life better. Right. Exactly. And it's like yeah. I had this like stakes in it or like I really felt passionately. So. Have any of you got any, you, you can get, give whatever level of detail you want since I've given zero details. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I set the precedent. precedent. <laughs> um, I mean, have any of you ever been caught 
in a lie and how did you like what was the lesson or, or how did you redeem yourself i'm looking for redemption ladies oh, and gentlemen okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> i don't yeah. know that i have redemption the first thing that came to my mind which isn't a lying story but i'll tell it anyway when i was like 13 maybe 12 or 13 hmm. um i was with my brother and i were with like my mom and dad like all of our family and like we used to like my family is Indian and so we would all hang out with like other Indian families and that was sort of our social circle. Sure. But then like my brother and I were kind of getting a little bit older and like we were just like I think he was really more rebellious than I was, but he was my older brother. Mm-hmm. And so he was just like, fuck this, like this is stupid. <laughs> and we were like at I don't even remember where, but I think we were at some mall. Mm-hmm. And so he was just like let's bounce and just go see a movie and not tell anyone about it. So we, like, and I was like, yeah. And then we went and saw 13 going on 30. And the whole time I was, like, riddled with anxiety. Like, (laughs) so just like, oh, God. But you're like, I don't know. Like, maybe this is cool. Maybe Uh we'll get away with it. Did not get away with it. Did not at all. I I didn't (laughs) see that movie under those circumstances, and I was filled with anxiety. (laughs) Yeah, I think it's hard to know whether it was the movie or the yeah, circumstances. Yeah. Um, but then we like walked out, and my mom was livid. And apparently, they had been just the whole past like two hours just looking for us. Oh, that's the whole yeah. yeah. And so then I just like immediately burst into tears and just was like crying. And my brother was just like whatever. Like he was upset, but like I just like burst yeah. into tears. And it was just like he so was. Cr- you're saying that crying helps. The um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Crying helps. Um, yeah, crying makes people just, it's cleansing, so maybe it'll cleanse you of your thing. Yeah. It does, yeah. It's hard to fake. It's it's hard, yeah. It it, it is. Hard to, well. Maybe some, I don't know. Either way, I mean, you can fake it. I think it's hard for people to tell if you're faking it. Oh, okay. I think that's what we've learned is like, you. I think, Jeff, your problem was just that you weren't good at lying. Just oh, like get I better at lying. Okay, yeah, I need to get better. You just get better at lying. I need more practice. Like, I was, you know, we needed to be better about it, escaping. Yeah, that story reminded me of an incident that happened also in my rebellious, quote, air quote, rebellious yeah. uh, teenage years. Um, that, uh, that... I was thinking, well, that's kind of not lying, but in a way it sort of was because we were like trying to be like punk kids and and uh, and we were badasses and rebellious, but I had a lot of trouble like finding things to really be angry about as a kid. <laughs> not that like oh the world's fucked up or whatever, but I was, yeah. I couldn't I think to really carry off that attitude and and live by that you have to be able to point to person or an institution and be like you are the problem with society yeah and other than the fact that most of us are are fuck-ups in one way or another (laughs) i i don't feel like i have the 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 key to who's who's ruining all of our lives but um one day um me and the crew were all at um it was my first apartment and there was a jack-in-the-box by it and we were hanging around trying to figure out what to do like this was most of our lives at that age was hanging around trying to figure out what to do like mm-hmm, we need something mm-hmm. to do you know days would go by before anybody would come up <laughs> with anything um but we were getting ready to go somewhere we had all ordered food and uh i had asked for no tomato on my cheeseburger Whoa. and the <laughs> damn thing came with tomatoes Ooh. damn it and, and then you're like, I know what to be mad about. So, yeah. So I'm like, this is a real super punk rock thing to do. So I took the tomato off my sandwich and I flung it at the window and it yeah. stuck to the window. And then uh, the whole the whole lollipop gang went to go do some went to somebody's house and they weren't home. And we came back and I remember walking past that place and seeing like a teenage girl about my uh. age. <laughs> cleaning the tomato off the window and I'm like I'm not really sticking it to the man yeah (laughs) I I think it's also it's like you have to be a certain level of self-righteous to point fingers at other people rather than try to work on yourself so maybe that was your thing is you were like Mm -hmm. who am I to throw a tomato yeah I felt (laughs) that way as a kid when they would make you like write 
essays for or for like controversial topics or you know mm. you need to pick something important to write about and i'm like you realize I'm just some asshole sophomore. Like my opinion is oh. going to be the least informed and and completely useless. So I used to try to, I used to try to get out. Sometimes I had teachers who would be like, "Oh, that's creative," and other times they would get so mad. Oh. Like I wrote an essay on the death penalty in high school, where I argued basically that that they should keep it, but they should make it completely random. Mm-hmm. So you know they prisoners have the numbers on their shirts that should just be their lottery number and it doesn't matter why you're there every like thursday afternoon they're gonna draw a number okay. and kill that person that's okay. creative yeah, yeah. it's it's that's, not that's moral all, but it's, creative. i think it's, I think it's, it's donald trump's plan yeah yeah um, and uh you could get far yeah it was i mean it was Intended to be satirical, but my teacher did not see it that way. Right. A Jonathan Swift yes, type. That was. Uh huh. <laughs> that was me, That's Jonathan great. Swift Jr. I mean, I th- I think I took those pretty seriously. I mean, I know I was talking earlier, but like in high school, I was very self righteous. Like that's mm. all I would cling on to was like, look at these things. Like I'm passionate about how things are unjust, and I want to mm. like say something about it. Oh, cool. cool. But, you know. And on the topic of saying something about it, I'm going to say we're going to take a quick break right now. All right. Stay tuned. Oh, you should get a picture of it. Marinate on it. Oh. And the truth is, is that we're back from break. Oh. Break is not happening right now. You won't hear about it in the mainstream media, but we are Mm. back from break. I am being honest with you, audience. Mm -hmm. I am an honest man. I swear. And uh, New York-based cartoonist Michael Cooperman is at uh, is at M Cooperman on Twitter. So yeah. there's one. That's not a yeah. lie. Of That's which the truth. Um, yeah, you were saying during break. Mm-hmm. This is what you missed mm-hmm. out on, audience. Um, so we were talking about snake and bacon. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. And then also he did like, have you read that autobiography of Mark Twain that he wrote? I haven't. I haven't read the whole thing, but I remember when it was published, and he, his Twitter feed was full of a lot of uh, pictures of him dressed as Mark Twain. Yes. So, um, I'm gonna go out and make a recommendation to, uh, to check that out. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's great, and yeah, his regular book. I have the hardcover mm. like collection of the first X number of issues. Yeah. It's uh, Tales Designed to Thrizzle. Oh, it's, yeah, yeah. Thrizzle? It's pretty great. Yeah, he has a lot of, uh, he has a lot of district attorney characters. Oh. Like Werewolf district attorney. And uh, I remember there was the Manister. It was a half man, half banister. Oh. <laughs> so, yeah. That's I, cool. The highly, highly recommended. The biography of Mark Twain is what you're recommending? The autobiography yeah. of Mark Twain. The auto, yeah. oh, okay. It's pretty fine. Got yeah. it. Yeah, he, and there's quite know. a sound going on. Oh, yeah. I think, a- um, apparently in the next room. Someone's making a smoothie? Someone's going to say a, a cappuccino, yeah. There's a smoothie bar. You know. Yeah, yeah. It's just hey. opened in the next we room. We support it. We yeah. support Sorry DIY. Sorry it's on and bumping here, guys. Yeah. Sorry you're missing out. Yeah. Um, so the topic is lying. Mm-hmm. I'm a fucking liar. <laughs> That's the truth. That's the tr- That's, but that's how will we know? Uh, How will you know? Like that, like that riddle uh, from Labyrinth where mm-hmm. one of them always lies and one of them always tells the truth. Yes. yes. But I really feel like from my situation that I really have learned my lesson. Mm-hmm. Like, like the lesson has been of such magnitude. I'm like, I could never do that again. So wow. don't omit things, ladies and gentlemen. Whoa. Don't yeah. omit. Yeah. I mean, I like. I know that in like Hinduism and spirituality, like Gandhi was like, "The truth will set you free," mm-hmm. and I was like, "I think to an extent." I mean, I believe that yeah, to an extent. Yeah. I think, I think it probably is ultimately liberating and ultimately helpful to people. Like, I think if we are mm-hmm. consumed by worries that we're going to offend people, but I think. It's probably the thing that you learned that it's. Yeah. 
Count it's a, like which you know are you going to yeah. temporarily offend someone for the greater truth or are you going to yeah. potentially cause yeah. a really big upset Counter- counter argument okay we go back to the gospel of depeche mode right okay uh from the book of violator <laughs> i think mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. The, the policy of truth it, uh, was was know. apparently very ruinous to the characters in that song oh like, uh, and, yeah and, yeah it, yeah, and he, being we, too truthful was although the the details of that song are pretty vague for being, but no, actually that's not ironic because they're saying don't don't tell the truth. Oh, this is a pro lying song. Yeah, yeah, it's mm-hmm. the yeah. I mean, there are a lot of anti lying songs. Yes, we've learned, you know, from <laughs> from liar liar by the Castaways to. Uh, I need another lying song. Or, or Liar Liar by see, Jim Carrey. You ain't nothing but a hound dog? Yeah. Lying all... The, see, I'm lying about knowing songs about lying. Yeah. Whoa. I'm a fraud. This is... <laughs> this is becoming more and more of a confession from yeah. Jeff Cardell. This is uh, the confession hour. The confession. Yeah. Well, hey, most people, when they away. think of Jeff, they think about he has a lot of knowledge of uh, pop music. Mm-hmm. So when he... Can't yes, think of right, songs can't. that really He's, reveals uh, a, a, a de- character yeah. defect. It's revealing. Well, uh, yeah, uh, Rollins' band had that song "Liar," yes, where, where yes. He, Henry Rollins was painted red in the video, right? Oh, or no, 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 that no. was "Low Self Opinion." God damn it! Oh, Jeff, that's right? Yes, <laughs> I know. Ah. Uh, my my kingdom is crumbling. <laughs> did they? This is did they cover? Crazy. Because I feel like he did an album with William Shatner, and I feel like they covered that song. But it also could just be that they all run together and sound exactly the same. Yeah, okay. Maybe. When you said Liar Liar, I thought of, that's the movie with Jim Carrey? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Then there's, there's also The Invention of Lying. Did you guys see that? Oh, with the Ricky, Ricky Gervais, Gervais one. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's a, you know, that's a take on lying. Yeah. Hmm. It was like that. There was a world where people never lied. Yeah, it's it's yeah. a fun. It's like a fun thing for great, comedy. Uh, great movie. Ricky Gervais at Ricky mm-hmm. Gervais on oh, Twitter. Oh, nice. Um, uh, uh, Jim Carrey is at. Oh, that I don't know. But I think there's a at Jim the Carrey. real Jim Carrey. I think, yeah, yeah, probably. I don't. Jim Who underscore is, Carrey. I, also, I know there are a lot of fake Jim Carreys on yeah, Twitter too. Yeah, but the real Jim Carrey is. Anti-vaccine, which is yeah, kind hilarious. of kind of strange, <laughs> kind of bizarre. Yeah. Um, well, he was was he dating or married to Jenny McCarthy? Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, which yeah. So there you go. That's how it happens. Um, yeah, it's contagious. It's a, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Being anti-vaccine is contagious. There's a vaccine because they for don't it. have vaccines. However, <laughs> um, uh, to backpedal slightly, yeah. a funny Ricky Gervais story that just happened. Oh. Maybe only funny to me, but I'm going to tell it anyway. Someone um, will laugh. He was, years ago, a guest on Sesame Street. And the, the bit that he did was a little sketch where Elmo was trying to go to sleep. Mm-hmm. And Ricky Gervais was hired by Celebrity Lullabies to come in and sing him a song. And he sings a song about the letter N. The choruses are very, or the verses are very calm and soothing. Mm-hmm. And then at the for the verses or the chorus, God damn my musical <laughs> ignorance. Um, for the choruses, he basically turns it into like na 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 and screams and wakes Elmo up. Aww. And then this goes on like three times. Um, my daughter found it on YouTube years ago and thought it was hilarious. Yeah. For some reason, this weekend. She wanted to watch it again mm-hmm. and again oh, and again. Yeah. So she was playing it on a loop. And at one point, she was running up and down the aisle, rather uh, the hallway in our house, just going, na, 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 na. <laughs> she thought it was the funniest thing. Oh. And then I was like, look at all these other Sesame Street videos that are on here. Let's try this one. And she said, no, I just want, I just want this one. I just want Ricky Gervais. Oh. <laughs> oh. 
<laughs> and I think I had just told her that that was his name because oh. uh, I don't, I don't. She doesn't know. She wouldn't. Have she known. hasn't yeah. seen the British Office, for example. Right. She's not super familiar yeah, with his yeah. work. She's five. That's uh, how kids don't work. Know. Yeah, that is yeah. how five-year-olds work. Yeah. They've got one thing. Yep. And they watch it over and over and over again. I mean, I do that now. I don't know mm. why I'm casting judgment on five-year-olds. Because yeah. I will listen to one song just on repeat for mm-hmm. days. Yeah, I, I I don't subject anyone else to that. But like when I'm by myself mm-hmm. driving around, I will listen to the same song over and over. And have like the same CD in my car for like weeks. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, On the way over here, I was listening to, well, I was trying to get into Rihanna's new song, Kiss It Better, which I'm like sort of into, but her whole album is on Spotify and her first song, Consideration, was like, what? Um, I like when she gets into dance hall stuff because nobody can do it like her because it's in her blood. And I like that she still does it and it's not like trying to be Mm -hmm. all ignoring her heritage but yeah um you know could be that it could be something else but i oh yeah i don't i'm the same i don't subject people to it but if i'm by myself it's just one yeah yeah i i definitely have outgrown the need to like convince people to like the music that i like like if you just give it a chance you would think this is great Mm -hmm. but so yeah, I, that's a good place. Yeah, I I gave up on it, but also like, you know, like that music. I've been a music snob for a very long time, so I still have that thing like, oh, I don't want anyone else to know about the music. Mm, yeah. Even though with the this with the internet, everyone knows about everything. Like you can't. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Right. You yeah. can't really be proud of knowing something because anyone can Google it. Yeah. 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 It's... Yeah. There isn't that. To, yeah. There isn't that slow build of like, no. oh, we're doing shows just for our. Because yeah, kids right. now will like, oh look, I learned a chord on the guitar. Now I'm gonna yeah. upload it for. Oh right. Of people. Yeah. I mean, you know, back in my day, right. I, I would send away, you know, for mm. Rihanna tapes directly from her, and she <laughs> yes. would send me a TDK ninety minute tape. Yes. Uh, I was like a demo. I was like, this, it was so <laughs> funny. You said your music style, but I'm mentioning Rihanna. I was like, I'm, I'm thanks. I, now her. everyone knows was, about her. I was just picturing oh. her in her. Bed bedroom like recording uh um daniel johnston yeah style <laughs> it was just rihanna like, and a yeah. casio mm-hmm. and like that shit was raw and real right yeah yeah, yeah. <sighs> yeah. Now, now she has like timbaland uh, and, uh, fu- fuck yeah. that just yeah. fuck like producing well, I used to get, music I used to get, yeah I used, I used to get yeah. his photocopied zine when he was in high school yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's different oh. now, guys. It's, yeah. it's a different world that we live in. I think it. that would be. <laughs> I think that would be amazing if he did that, though. Yeah, hey, yeah. That would win me over. I think there's a. I think there is still a different level of like. Um, I can't think of the word, but just like. Cons- like uh, mm-hmm. consumer participation type stuff. Like I think yeah, it happens, yeah. but it's different. Yeah, yeah. I have a friend who insists like there is no music business anymore. Mm. It's just a hobby. But, uh, I've heard. I've heard that like yeah. Uh, I know very little about any of this, but I've heard that it's like generally speaking that the music industry has suffered the most with like mm. new media yeah. coming into play. Because mm-hmm. I mean, they were the first ones to like get hurt with the whole Napster thing. Yeah, and then we learned what a square. Lars from Metallica was. Well, that's and that, yeah, that's the thing too, because they, they, yeah, they, it's, it is really like the, the middle man kind of figures that are, are hurting. Right. Because it's not like, if you go back like 40 years, it's not like most musicians were living high off. I mean, you had definitely had superstars who had stuff just handed to them or whatever. Right. But, um, Basically, a recording contract is just a very onerous small business loan. Oh, <laughs> that makes sense. So there are, yeah, there are super famous groups that you've heard on the radio every day of your life, right. who are still paying off the and oh. and they they think of, they 
they think like at 21 or 22 when they're becoming rock stars they're like this is great you know i'm getting limo rides everywhere and, right. and all these free things and they don't realize that like that's all going on their bill <laughs> yeah you just described every episode yeah. of behind the music yeah it's pretty much <laughs> pretty everyone's much, yeah. downfall is like yeah. oh economics oh like, that's yeah their thing. <laughs> oh, <laughs> they're like Oh, I mean, I nobody's know. giving. This I would to be the me. same way. I'm paying for yeah. it. Yeah. I'd be like, sure, yeah, great, let's do this. Yeah, yeah, bring yeah. A, bring me out a giant bowl of lobster dip and I'll yeah. sit in it. <laughs> well, that's what I would. Yeah, ask for. yeah, that's yeah, what <laughs> yeah, that I makes would, sense. Yeah, yeah. And, sit know. in the lobster dip. <laughs> Don't eat it. Don't eat it. Yeah. Just sit in Just your food. <laughs> sit in it for half an hour. That's, that's what. We all dream of doing. Yeah. We're all working hard to be able to sit at our food. <laughs> the weekend. Yeah. Most of us <laughs> are lucky to sit in a bowl of imitation crab dip. Yeah. But yeah. that's when you know you've arrived. Yeah. Like this is, these aren't even langostinos. These are lobsters. This is, yeah. Do you have any feelings about sitting on your food? <laughs> sitting on my food? <laughs> um... I don't. I don't. I I try and not sit on food. Oh, yeah. But I mean, Weird. I think like the comedic. Wait, is this a comedic? Pre- is like sitting on pie? Is that funny? I think oh, masturbating okay. into a pie. Okay. is a comedic bit. That was yeah. But, but like accidentally sitting on like say a coconut cream pie. I or, think it's like a fetishy section. Oh, is it? Thing. Oh, that oh. might be. Now that I'm yeah. thinking about yeah. it, I'm but pretty in sure. In fairness, it's a, yeah. So is everything. So is everything. Yeah. I could, you could have yeah. said anything and I'd be like, I think that's a fetish yeah. and it would have been yeah. right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. True. But uh, I don't know that it's a okay. comedic thing. All right. Well, it should be. Food fights it's are. Not a, food fights. Yeah. 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 Classic. True. Classic. Comedic premise. Did anybody ever actually have any food fights in school growing up? No. 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 It, no. They always make them look so fun in the movies. So many things. It's like in- play fights are all, in theory mm-hmm. it's a play fight but like in reality people just start to get really angry and violent. Oh yeah. Because when yeah. it's a fight thing you, how do you sustain it being playful? All of a sudden you're just like no. Like you get The line aggressive. is crossed. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't want it's, cottage cheese on yeah, my like, shirt. Fuck you! I mean, like, I'm gonna throw this at you now. Yeah, yeah I mean, think of all the, uh, you know, wedding videos on YouTube of feeding the cake to each other, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. it gets playful, and then it turns mm-hmm. into full. Oh, that's true. That's true. hundred yeah. percent. It turns into. And that's they. They always say like fifty percent of marriages end in divorce, and. A huge chunk of that yeah. is like that afternoon. Yeah. It was that. You're like, okay, fuck <laughs> that, that. I'm out. Fifty yeah. percent. Like, I really didn't think you were that type of person, yeah. and this changes yeah. everything. Yeah. I thought you were gonna say fifty percent of wedding cake feeding turns into. That's a fight. what I was just <laughs> gonna, gonna, say. gonna say. That's what I was just gonna say. <laughs> but also, yes, I, people. Yeah. yeah. So, I wonder if you could legally like get a divorce by the end of your wedding reception. If I'm, you could actually have yeah. that quick of a turnabout. I, I bet, yeah, it seems like you should be able to. Right? It's a free know. country. S- well, supposedly. Am I Supposed, right, guys? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there should be Let's some... Let's talk about politics. I'm just kidding. Yeah, yeah there should be like... like like you're allowed to get out of it. At your wedding ceremony. Yeah. Yeah. You get like a couple hours. Like... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, hey, uh, no, this really was about. This was months of planning, but hey, yeah. no, this is It would is make bad. returning the gifts that much easier. Right, because yeah. they're like, all right oh, there. Yeah. Nana's still here. <laughs> I haven't opened any of these, so take, just take the boxes back. Take this damn back. waffle iron. Yeah. Um, I was going to say something, and then I uh-huh. forgot. Just, you it's know, right. like... It happens. Weddings are crazy. Oh, how there's kind of a thing... It's not that it's true, but there's that stigma of, like, when you're romancing someone, you're one way, and then when you get married, you're really yourself. And it's like, mm. why? Why <laughs> do that? What, what is the... Why? Yeah. It's... Because that's the thing where it's like, it's not like marriage is life-bound, because you can get divorces. So it's like, why would you... Mm-hmm. What do you think that you've, like, snagged permanently, that you can be like, now I'm going to yeah, be an yeah. asshole? No, I... Because it's I, like... Yeah. 
It's like, great, now you revealed yourself and now I can get a divorce. Yeah. Maybe yeah. it's like after, like, hey, I'm going to romance you and then make you sign or not sign a prenup mm -hmm. and then wait 10 years and then have a kid and then make you pay alimony. Like, you'd have to do yeah, a lot of yeah. stuff to, like, I, snag someone. Yeah, I feel like that, that uh, I, I know... I have known several like bitter divorced men who think that was like a plan the whole time. Oh. It's like there's uh, probably <laughs> easier scams to run if all you're yeah. interested in. You know what? Those guys are someone. lying to themselves. Oh, oh wow. that's true. That's that's, true. No, that's a whole other thing. Because um, yeah. I was going to mention it earlier. I was like, I think it's important to not lie to yourself. Important, like as long as you're yeah. honest with yourself, yeah. and I don't think that that's as easy to do as it is to say. No, that, that's definitely true. Especially when you factor in, like, the imposter syndrome. And you're What's like, that? That's where you're just convinced, psychologically, uh, oh. that you are a fraud. <laughs> <laughs> and you're going to be found out any, <gasps> any day now. Whoa. Like, sure, I faked my way through college, and I yeah. faked my <laughs> way through a job interview, and I'm have faked my way oh. through work every day for the last 10 years. Wow. But any day now, they're going to realize, I don't really know what I'm talking about. Oh, and, uh, yeah. Yeah. You know. and, it, and that really is no way to live. I mean, mm -hmm. I worked at PetSmart Corporate, and I knew well. six months going into that that it was not the right job for me. But I... Like, I felt like it was my first, like, I've had jobs before, but, you know, it was, like, this corporate job. Like, I'm, like, I felt like it was my first, like, grown-up mm -hmm. job, and it's, like, things were horrible there. It was completely toxic, but I just stuck it, like, I just stayed there. I'm, like, no, I'm a grown-up. Right. This is what grown-ups do, despite lying to myself, where mm -hmm. I knew I needed to get the hell out of there. Um... <laughs> And it went on for way too long. And yeah, don't be yeah. imposters. Yeah. God damn it. Yeah, damn. I saw a cartoon that summed it up where like you think 500 positive things about yourself and then and then one negative one. And you're like, that's the truth. <laughs> yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. yeah. And it's like, I guess the thing that I've been learning about myself um, is that, you know, I, I tend to be kind of like binary, like think I think oh, people right. are good or, or right, people are evil, right. and I'm real. Sure, sure. I'm real realizing my own complexities. Like I'm not like like I'm capable of making mistakes and fucking up, mm -hmm. and um, but at the same time, I I know at my core that I'm not mm -hmm. a horrible person, right. so. That's kind of like a huge thing that's happened to me. Like, hey, we're, we are complex people. Like, yeah. That's so nice. Good yeah. for you. Oh, was, thank you. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, that was always the thing that undercut my punk rock rebellious point was like, oh, teachers are, but then I kind of like sympathized with my teachers uh -huh. too. Like, mm -hmm. oh, they're not bad people. They're not oppressing me. They're not. Right. But you were just, you were just. Yeah more compassionate yeah. maybe that's what it is yeah actually i i've had the like when i was a kid you know i did the whole punk rock like skateboarding thing was i supposed yeah. to do a punk rock thing? i don't know I like you know what? i, I think that you get a, a pass <laughs> yeah. yeah it might be a generation i mean it might be a couple maybe. generations <laughs> yeah but um yeah, Feel it's free though if you yeah, want. Yeah, I was to. like, yeah, yeah. I mean, I yeah. still can. I mean, you yeah. can, you know, if you want to bring up Good Charlotte, you know, I know the. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, yeah. There's my. Uh, <laughs> Your unsnobby. My unsnobby. <laughs> yeah, anyways, like, it's like sometimes I still watch like skateboarding videos mm -hmm. on YouTube and it, like, like the thing that kind of not sucks, but this realization I had, like, you know, they show like confrontations between like adults and skateboarders or like security guards and skateboarders. Mm -hmm. And like, I, I found myself siding more with like the adults and security right. guards. Yeah. I'm like, that kid's right. a punk. Like, <laughs> that kid's a fucking <laughs> asshole and his friends are yeah. assholes. That's definitely maturity. Um, way super tangent though, since we brought up the punk rock thing. Um, I learned 
And this may just be for Jeff out of all of the listeners. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but I just learned today from Wikipedia that Jawbreaker, the band Jawbreaker, was considered emo. They were. Whoa. They yeah. were actually one of my favorite bands. I uh, liked them a lot, need, too. Did you need Jeff's clarification? Because you're like, is this true, here's, Jeff? Here, well, this here's is true. The, yeah, here's the thing about emo for me mm. is I didn't hear of it until like way later in life when I was an adult. Yeah. And I think I might have. And so I've never had like two people agree on what the definition of it is. Because a lot of younger kids, especially when I used to teach, yeah. would think of it as like kids with makeup and these giant pants with chains all over them. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't think that's what it was originally. No, yeah, no. It was emo. Like, I feel like it came up like when I was in high school. Like, I feel like mm-hmm. maybe it was like a late 90s, early 2000s. Thousands? Was it that way? I late? think, yeah, I think it. I think it was. I yeah. feel like it was because think, maybe it was it like goth sort of yeah. like carbon yeah, see, copy, carbon copy. I always think of yeah, I always think of them emo. as being very different things. Okay, but I know like for the kids that were at the schools that I taught at, it was yeah. they they overlapped to the point yeah. of being pretty pretty much exactly the same thing. But I think it was a thing that came around. Well, I was in like my early twenties and going exclusively to ska shows. Mm. So, yeah. Um, I mean, what I I'm gonna just drop some music snob knowledge on you. Okay. Where okay. Uh, <laughs> where I actually learned way after the fact that emo, mm-hmm. there are bands from like the early '80s that were considered emo, oh. like Embrace and Rites of Spring. So whatever your definition of emo, we're here to say it's okay. Yeah, for and, sure. Uh, <laughs> when you said that name of the band, I just heard Wright said Fred. <laughs> I was like, I was like, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely Wright said Super. Fred. Oh yeah, that, they were pioneers. Yeah. I'm, I'm yeah, I'm yeah. too that, sexy mm-hmm. for this self-loathing. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. Like we'll see. Because that goes back into like the eight stuff that I knew in the eighties, like The Cure and The Smiths. Mm-hmm. And, but was they that emo? I don't know because they really didn't have that like yeah. punk side. Well, I mean, yeah, they did, in a sense. Yeah. Just that everything at one point was was like it. I, now we're now we're getting into the history of punk rock podcast, yeah. but it feels like the originally the definition could mean anything. You were just kind of artsy and weird. Okay. And then at some point, probably in the early eighties, it got very narrowly defined and then you mm. started having subgenres and then people calling each other out and you're not punk and yeah, this is this is punk and this isn't. And I wonder when it's like when genres come up that are like a reaction to something else. So mm-hmm. it's like it kind of it's hard to define because it's like in context of yeah, yeah. something else. Yeah, you need to. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But I was thinking uh, to backpedal when you were talking about the skateboarding videos. Mm-hmm. That's why I always had a hard time with the thing that was coming up when I was younger was like um, like jackass and those like prankster oh, stuff. Sure. Yeah, yeah. I could never enjoy those. Like I, I can't. I get really too can't. embarrassed for everybody. I get really embarrassed, and I like you know I'm like I side with. I'm always just like. You can't do that stuff to people. Like, I would get really uncomfortable with, like, they would do pranks of, like, mm-hmm. a stroller with a fake baby, like, <laughs> going down, like, sidewalks and, like, crashing and things. Or, like, they did a thing mm-hmm. where they kidnapped someone, like, as a, uh, with, yeah. like, Oh, I remember, yeah. People. And I'm like, I can't, like, I can't enjoy this. Especially because mm-hmm. they wouldn't show people, like, which probably for them was really hacky, but just, like, come up like, we're just joking, guys. We're totally just joking. You're on camera. Like, I can handle, yeah, like, yeah. candid camera because, okay. like, they reveal it. Yeah. And it seems yeah. nice and fun. Like, I hate, I hated punked. Yeah. Yeah, no, those uh, shows Because no, they take it wait. so far. Yeah, way past. Like, you don't, isn't, like, pranks don't have to be, like, I'm going to disturb you for life. Like, m- my issue with punked mm-hmm. and with jackass, it's, like, even at a certain point with punked with like Ashton, it was like you know he would go, oh, we were just kidding. I was like, yeah, but I'm still like psychologically disturbed <laughs> yeah, by yeah, this moment. Yeah. Like you didn't reverse that damage. That's true. By yeah, just yeah. saying that like, ha ha ha, you could have avoided it if you had never met me. 
it's like, that's the opposite of comforting, Ashton. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, like, that's, it's, yeah. makes that me... sounds pretty terrible. Yeah. I don't yeah. think I ever made it that far with punked, but yeah. oh. I, I do know the, yeah, I know yeah. the, the feeling. Yeah. He, he, yeah. Oh. oh, I was just going to say, um, one thing that I'm not going to punk you guys about okay. is that we're at the end of the podcast. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's a beautiful segue. Yes. Cool. So um, we have reached the plug part of the podcast. Oh, uh, so, yeah. uh, Rick, I'm going to let you take it first. Oh, okay. Um, well, let's see where to begin. Um, uh, the most pressing thing I think that I have coming up is the, uh, my improv group Apollo 12 will be in the Phoenix Improv Festival in April, um, on, I believe the 15th. Um, and then we will be in May at the Chicago Improv Festival in beautiful, historic Chicago, Illinois. Nice. Yeah. Um, did you already plug your Twitter? Uh, just at the beginning, but I don't know if I plugged enough other people's Twitters. Because yeah. <laughs> I we said got I was going to. Yeah, yeah. Um, a delightful prank videos that don't rely on scarring people can be found <laughs> at, at Improv Everywhere. Yes, yeah. yes, totally. And, uh, um, I think that's five. We'll call it five. That's, yeah. If, if I'm lying... God damn it! That's the theme then of the show. Yeah. I just I just made it Whoa. all the more rich for the listener. Whoa. Yeah. Good save. Yeah. Deep. Um, At least what do you turn? have coming up? Uh, yeah. So I um, joined the troupe Radish. It's an improv oh, troupe, yes. and so we're um, in the Bird City Comedy Festival. That's this weekend. So we have a mm-hmm. show on Sunday. At 7.30 at Space 55. So people should come check it out. I think there's three troops. Um, I'm excited for that festival in general. Because yeah, it's yeah. like, I think they've brought in comedians and it mm. seems fun. Um, the Phoenix Improv Festival is also happening. I'm excited about because I helped out with it. <laughs> <laughs> that's important. Um, yeah. yeah, so that's going to be the following weekend. Um, and I don't have anything else to plug my Twitter. Uh-huh. Is my name. It's at Alicia Rutten. A L I S H A R A T A N. That's my full name. I don't have a middle name. Whoa. Yeah. Boom. Well, boom. Average you together with my daughter, who has two middle names. It works and out. It works out, yeah. Re- order is restored to the universe. I will scam her until she marries yeah. me. There you <laughs> so go. So then yeah. I can take yeah. her name. And uh, Jeff, what do you have coming up? Um, well, we are going to be in the Bird City Comedy Fest, but this podcast won't be out until after, because the truth is that I've been slacking on getting these up, (laughs) ladies and gentlemen. So, backtrack to my uh, shout out. And I'm going to try to do better. You can can go online and see video of Alicia's performance in Radish. Yep. But, um, yeah, everyone should check out uh, the Phoenix Improv Festival. I'm not performing, but I will be selling T-shirts. Nice. So uh, come up and say hello to me and buy a T-shirt. Follow me on Twitter. It's at jcardello at J-C-A-R-D-E-L-L-O. And um, that's all I got. Awesome. Yeah, that was very, uh, like, Chekhov's sword. Yeah, you stuck in there. We dropped it at the beginning, and it paid off at the end. Yeah. Very very great there. Well, thanks again, listeners. Thanks again to Gangplank. um, And enjoy the rest of your internet. Have a good night.